Hi, welcome to the Dreamcatchers. We are sisters and business partners, Marissa Klein K and Jamie Klein Stozer. We know a little something about dreaming big. In our day jobs, we run the fashion and media division of our family staffing firm in New York City, Choice Associates. We have built a brand around helping others and good energy. Known in our personal and professional worlds as light workers, igniters, and most of all believers, Jamie and I are not only dreamers, but we are doers, and we hope our energy is contagious. On this podcast, we will be chatting to each other and to some of our favorite dream catchers, the people who inspire us not only about career, but about making magic wherever they go. On What's the Matter, we will shine light on a hot and relevant topic that means something to us, and we are sure will mean something to all of you. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe now and follow us on social media at Dreamcatchers23 for updates and episodes. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dreamcatchers. What's the matter? We are so excited to be in Ming and the Shared Universe's brand new studio. It's not that new, but it's new to us. In downtown Red Bank, we have not been live in studio since... Well, at Bellworks, we were live a few times. But we have not been live in studio since probably right before the you pandemic. Know, the, C, the C word. The C word in... Uh, BC, if you will. Uh, so welcome, welcome to the Dreamcatchers. I am Jamie, my sister Marissa. Hi. Hi guys. Um, we are going to have all of our guests introduce themselves in just a second, but we have two right here live with us. Thrilled to have them. And then also a bunch via Zoom. So because Ming is so amazing at technology, he is making this work for all of us because I don't know what's happening. Um, so welcome, welcome. We are here for a very special episode of What's the Matter? And today we are talking about family matters. Get it? We love a double entendre, by the way. Uh, that, family. That was me, by the way. Marissa goes, it. family matters. I'm like, totally love it. it. Um, so we are here because National Siblings Day, for those that don't know, is this coming Sunday, April 10th. Um, so we are here tonight to talk about National Siblings Day with a couple of our friends and colleagues who work with their siblings as well. Um, in this case, lots of sisters in the house, although we did invite... To be fair, we did invite some brothers, but we got mostly sisters here tonight. Um, and we're also here with our friend Bonnie from Bonnie Jennifer Jewelry. There's Bonnie. She's going to introduce herself in a second to talk about this incredible program that she put together with the folks over at Sibling Support Project in honor of her sister, Cindy, who's also with us tonight. Can everyone say hi to hi, Cindy? Hi, Cindy. There's Cindy and Tatiana. Hi, Cindy. Okay, so... What I'd love to do before, Marissa, did you have anything you wanted to add to no, that? No, I'm just happy to be here. Thanks for everybody for coming. Jamie said it eloquently. That's it. So I wanted to start, um, just quickly have everyone introduce themselves fast. Um, quickly, just who you are and your business. And then we're going to go around again with a little bit more information about your actual brand and things like that. But I wanted to give the opportunity for Bonnie to speak first and introduce her sister, Cindy. So if Bonnie, if everyone could just say who you are and where you're from, you just introduce yourself and your brand, and then we'll come back around and dig a little deeper. So Bonnie, you can go ahead and start. Hi. Your name and your brand. <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Bonnie from Bonnie Jennifer, and I am in downtown Brooklyn. And Bonnie, you are a jewelry designer, correct? I'm a jewelry designer. Yes, I am. Amazing. Okay. So Bonnie, by the way, she likes to be modest, but I'll be I'll brag on her behalf, was like the originator of the gold balls that like everyone wears and copies now. So Bonnie was like first. Mm -hmm. Bonnie, I really like your Instagram ad that's happening right now where you run your gold <laughs> bars under um under the shower. Under the shower. And you're like this. 
is why you buy Bonnie because it doesn't turn. <laughs> Um, doesn't as turn or tarnish. Turn, doesn't turn or tarnish. Um, welcome, Bonnie. So happy to have you here. Thank Can't you. Can't wait to come back to you and ask you, you know, a little bit more about what you're working on right now. Um, next, I'm going to have these girls introduce themselves since they're sitting right next to me. I am Lexi. <laughs> and we are the local shack based in Long Branch. Amazing. Um, they are sisters that run a business right here in Long Branch, which is close to our house. Um, then we have, go ahead, Ellen, introduce yourself. I'm Ellen Ashinoff. I'm a social worker and a mom in uh, Fairhaven, New Jersey, near Jamie and Marissa. Um, and I'm a social worker. And you're here tonight. Why, Ellen? Why did we ask you to be here? <laughs> <laughs> I have a son with special needs. He's on the autism spectrum and he has two siblings. Amazing. Thank you for coming, Ellen. She was a last minute ad. We're so happy to have her. Okay. And the remnant VIP, VIP. And the remnant co-girls. Hi, guys. We're Christine and Anna Faye. We're Remnant Co. We're from New Jersey, Northern Jersey, and we have an apparel line. So we do like T-shirts and a bunch of fun stuff. Tie-dye, cool stuff that I have. I should have worn worn some of my Remnant tonight. (laughs) I know. Whoops. Okay. And then I'd love, Bonnie, would you like to introduce your sister? Sure. Hi, Cindy. Cindy is actually in Florida right now. Oh, Cindy's and in the warm weather. And that's Tatiana. Thank you for coming, Tatiana. Yeah. yeah. So, Tatiana Bonnie, you want to tell us, tell us a little bit about Cindy and why you created this amazing bracelet, which, by the way, we have right here. So yeah, Marissa hasn't put hers on yet. I don't know if we can see that. Can you hold this up to the camera a little closer so people can see it? So go ahead, Bonnie. Tell us going to get in some cardio and some steps. Tell us a little bit about your project that you've worked on. Sure. So Cindy is my older sister and I've been obsessed with Cindy actually since I was a little child, always looked up to her and thought she was amazing. And she always puts a smile on my face. And I thought when I was younger that I was destined to be a social worker. So I went into, you know, I got my master's in social work, just like Ellen. And I actually realized that I was overworked, underpaid and underappreciated, even though I was very passionate about doing that work. Um, I was really inspired by Cindy and thought I was going to stay in the field. And then I just realized that it wasn't for me and I was destined to do something else. I knew that I was put on this earth to have purpose, um, which is why I added the purpose part to my my brands. Um, but I decided to just kind of in 2009, 2010, after being a social worker, I decided to just jump in and become a jewelry designer. And I was inspired by my mother, actually, to be a jewelry designer. My mom's an artist. She makes sculptures and um, really fabulous nude art. And um, I was also inspired by my father, who was an entrepreneur. So I merged all of those three elements, you know, having a sister who's, um, you know, disabled and having a... Um, mom's mom, who's an artist and having a a family who's on, you know, a long line actually of entrepreneurs. And I merged all those three together. And that's when I created Bonnie Jennifer. And I decided at the way beginning of my jewelry brand that I wanted to lead with something good, which is where the purpose came in. I wanted to take the elements of being a social worker. So I jumped in and I did about 40 pop-ups a year and basically you know, as you all know, COVID hit. And so I had to take that same concept and translate that, you know, online. So I actually outreached to Emily from the sibling support project 
And I realized that she also has a brother uh, with disabilities. And I actually joined her group, which is a group of five over 5,000 people. And it's a group that's on Facebook and people go ahead and they talk about their, am I blurry by the way? Sorry. Yeah. All of a sudden you're blurry. You have a filter on. Um, No, I didn't touch anything. That's so bizarre. Um, you look so, great. Who cares? It's all right. We can hear you. <laughs> it's okay. I can be. I can be blurred as long as you can hear me. Right? Yeah, we can. We can hear you. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, I, I went on there and I had a private conversation with Emily, and I basically said to Emily that I would. So it's a it's a her. it's a Facebook like support group for folks with siblings. Exactly. Got it, it focuses just on siblings, and um, you know, through the pandemic, I realized. You know, I really wanted to focus more on my core passion, which is really working with the disabled population. And so when I spoke to Emily, um, I, I just was so excited because I was able to not only connect with her because we have, you know, something in common, but I was able to do something, you know, good to come out of it. So we decided to work together and create this. I don't know if you guys can see because I'm blurry. It's all right. We got it here. We showed it. I'm wearing okay. it. It's beautiful, actually. And it says S heart S, which means sibling support, by the way, but also happens to be my son's initials and Marissa's daughter's first letters of their names. So it worked out really well. I'm happy to wear mine for siblings, but also for Sam Stozer. And hers is for CNN Summer. Yep. Which like was accidental and amazing at the same time. Um, But yeah, it says SS, right? With a heart in between on like a beautiful piece of, what do you want to call? Is it leather? What is this? It's a, yeah, it's a black cord. Black cord with gold balls and a gold Gold clasp. Oh, that matches you perfectly. Yeah, it's actually the material sterling silver dipped in gold. It's considered vermeil. Um, And so we didn't, we didn't use our classic material, what we normally use, which is the gold filled, but we decided to kind of stick with the same theme. Perfect. I love it. And so you created this bracelet with Emily. Okay. And tell us a little bit more about your, you're selling it on your website. And you were inspired because of your sister and her brother, correct? Exactly. So I decided we were doing this, um, this little, you know, limited edition. The first hundred pieces will be sold now. It's live now. Um, And from April 6th, which is today until April 10th, which is actually Sibling's Day. And we are going to donate 50% of the proceeds of the sales online for this bracelet will go directly to the support, the sibling support project. Um, and then in addition to that, we're doing online, um, site wide, 15% will also go to the sibling support project. I love that. Oh my gosh. Actually, I'm really excited to wear this. What I'm deciding on right now is which hand it's going to live on. (laughs) So I'm not sure if it's a, it's a right hand thing or a left hand thing, but it's very, just so you guys know, it's very elegant and very, um, dainty. In like all the best ways. So, okay. So Bonnie, before we move on to the rest of the folks here, can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with Cindy and how it's been growing up with her? And just tell us a little bit more about your relationship with Cindy and why, you know, this has been such an important part of your journey. Cause I, I mean, I just, we're so honored to have Cindy here tonight. So I just wanted to make sure that we spend a little, Cindy. yeah, spend a little time talking, you know, 
to Cindy through you, Bonnie. Um, So if you could just tell us a little bit more about Cindy and what, you know, what she struggles with and how you've worked through that with her as as her sister all these years. And now we're doing this incredible work to honor her and also others out there who have a sibling with special needs. Sure. Um, So Cindy, she lives with multiple disabilities. She has cerebral palsy, epilepsy, um, and she's, um, you know, she has um, intellectual, I would say, um, developmental disabilities as well. Um, So she is limited in terms of how she can speak. Um, She can say words, right, Sin? You could say hi. You can say bye. Um, she could say yes. She could definitely say words and she's pretty smart and she knows. Um, are you smiling, Cindy? Cindy smiling because she hears Bonnie talking so nicely about her. I love yes. it. And she's very, very sweet and very um, kind and very loving. Um, but she she understands a lot more than people think. Um And so I was inspired by Cindy um, because she's just overall, she's just, like I said, just a joy to be around. And so as her, even though I'm a younger sister, obviously I I protected her growing up. So when she would cry, of course, I would have to hug her and, you know, make sure she felt safe and loved. And are you still smiling? I think she's smiling. Hi, Sin. And, you know, I just, I just knew that again, I just felt like she was special to me. And I knew that I had, that I'm, that I was born to do something with purpose. And I just think that she really, like I said, my relationship with Cindy has always been amazing. I really do consider her my best friend. Um, And unfortunately she wasn't living with us at certain times. She would go away and come back every three weeks. And I think that was very difficult. Um, But now she's been living with our family full time for the last 20 years. And um, she just puts a smile on everyone's face. And when she hears music, she lights up the room. I mean, she screams to the high heavens when she listens to music. She loves books. And um, I don't know, like I said, it's just, she just is, I, I'm, I feel like I'm put on this earth to really, to just help people through her. You know, that's pretty much it. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here, Bonnie. And Cindy is smiling, I think. It's a little dark in her room, but we're seeing her smile from here, and we're so happy that she's here with us. Thank you, Tatiana, for being here with her. Um, So, and you know what? While while we're on this topic, just for a second, I'd love to go to Ellen next, to have Ellen introduce herself. Tell us a little bit about you, Ellen, and the work that you do, and then we can talk a little bit, dig into a little bit more of the sibling connection, working with our sisters and things like that. Sure. Um, I'm a social worker and a parent of a child uh, on the autism spectrum and with uh, intellectual disabilities. And I've been on this road. He just turned 18. So I've been um, doing this for a while. And I think I work, you know, telehealth since the pandemic, but I was working in person before that. And people just seem to call me or reach out to me for advice or direction, support, um, you know, connections in the community. I think that um, it's very hard when you have a sibling or a child. Um, If you're newly diagnosed, you kind of have a lot to navigate in the world and, and schools and programs, therapies. So I think that people have just given my name out and I like being a resource and I like connecting people. So 
that's kind of what I've been doing. And then I have two daughters who are younger than my son. And so they have a special relationship with him. Very different, both of them. Um, my youngest is like you, Bonnie, like, you know, his protector, his best friend. She's super loving. And then um, my middle one is very is protective and she'll, you know, show it when no one's looking. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she takes care of him when we're crossing the street. If I'm behind her, she doesn't know that I see that she's grabbing him and holding him. So, um, you know, that's kind of who I am and, and what I'm doing. I love that. Um, Do you she, I just um, so Ellen is the very first person I met when I when I moved here. And uh, it's because my dad picked her up on the playground, which is a true story. <laughs> um, it's actually a true story. And um, but, I, you know, I, I think of her often just her ability to balance. And, you know, we don't none of us balance gracefully, let's be honest, but she balances her family and her work and her passion so elegantly in my eyes. And, um, you know, I think through her page, which I follow, um, mom, with mom needs. with needs. Sometimes, um, I think, which is a double entendre too. Yeah, yeah. it is a double entendre. <laughs> we have a I, lot of needs. I think sometimes yes. it's really nice to, <laughs> to, to have, I mean, for lack of a better way of, of expressing it perspective, you know, life is hard. Uh, all of us have a lot of stuff on our plates. Right. And every once in a while, you know, you think to yourself, well, my kids might be driving me crazy, but I'm thankful that I have them for, you know, they're this, this and this. And I look to leaders like Ellen, who has made magic with her family and has helped others that that need that assistance as a as a priority to her. And, you know, like what Bonnie was saying, you know, she's put on this planet to help others through her sister. I, I think it, it it matches for Ellen um, that, you know, I, I would think of you right away as somebody that would be a warm resource of anybody that had a question for anything in the world of uh, children with special needs. And I now feel like that about Bonnie as yeah. Bonnie has. I did not know about Bonnie the first two or three times I've met her. And now I know about Bonnie and I will remember about Bonnie as we all will. It's empowering and it's normalizing. And there's a lot of people in our communities and our friendships and our worlds and our orbits that have family members that that have needs that are not traditional and right. they should be part of the family, should be part of the dialogue. It should be part of our society. And there's so much that by just talking like this raises awareness and mindfulness to their needs, their day to day and the, the struggles and challenges and celebrations of our friends that love them. So I'm glad you're here, Ellen. And I think it's important. You know, I know you're humble and you're private, but at the end of the day, you help a lot of people. And well, I, I think that I thought while Bonnie was talking, I was thinking about my own girls and growing up with a sibling with special needs. Like, I don't know how many people you shared with Bonnie while you were young, but I always ask my girls, like when they're having a friend come over, wait, I just want to know, like, are they comfortable? Do they know? Mm -hmm. And I think that it's great you found a group now. I mean, obviously you're older now and it's a different relationship with your sibling, but it's yes. so important to keep those conversations going no matter what age you are. Yes. I'm so glad that you brought that up because when I was a child, nobody discussed it. It was silent. 
And I was passionate always about having Cindy as my sister, always. Um, her head was always down because of her weight, you know, her CP. And I would always like lift her head up. And it was always something that I like neatly did. And like in that uplifting her head, it also reminded me of like helping her and like helping her like rise, you know, to being right. the best that she can be. So it was like also symbolic. Okay. Um, and I just kind of felt that um, it was so nice, like you said, Ellen, to have a group now because there was actually somebody um, that I that I learned much later on who lives around the corner from me, who also went to high school with me, who parents know each other, so much connections. And we went to camp together and found out that we have a sibling in common. And it wasn't something that we knew because nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because we didn't talk about it because we were embarrassed we just weren't encouraged. There weren't words. Yes, there weren't, there there weren't also, words. But also sometimes you just want to have your own fun or your own school situation right. or your own play date or your own whatever. Right. I know, you know, that's at least my girls. It's, you know, sometimes they just want to have their own thing and not talk about it. Right. Which and is I also fair, too, I think. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You know, but I do think about how many people your lives touch. Right. So not only are you parenting your own family or living within your own family, but each child that's exposed to your family is learning from you, which is a huge cross to bear. Right. So, you know, the the amount of good work that you're doing continuously, you know, through your work, Bonnie, through what you're teaching Ellen, through your children, through their friends, you know, anytime my children have been exposed to your family, like we all are wiser because of your efforts. We all have tools because you try to use them. Mm. Um, And I think it's really important. So I'm 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 grateful. I'm grateful to have you here. And I and I I celebrate you both. I agree. Thank you. I agree. Um, So if with that, I'd love to have these girls that are sitting next to us and then also the girls from Remnant just to switch gears just a little bit. Obviously, that is why we're here tonight, but also wanted to bring other sibling run businesses. So for those of you that don't know and are new audience members, Marissa and I have been working together for, um, I guess it's now 11 years Mm -hmm. Uh, because I came to work for her in a recruiting capacity for our father's firm when I was pregnant with my son, who's going to be 10. So about 11 years, I've been with Marissa and working together alongside each other and working really for her. And then the Dreamcatchers is our business as a side hustle that we created together. So we kind of work together in two ways. Yep. We also live in the same town and we have kids the same age. Yep. We're best friends, sisters, and partners. Um. We're all the things. We're not going to spend too much time talking about how that sucks. We're going to talk about <laughs> how that's amazing. I, would uh, say, I was going to say 95% of it is we are the most fortunate people in the world. And, and then there's like, like a solid yeah, five we where we, can, we all know. We all know the five. We're going to walk out. Yep. Yeah, like just walk out and walk back in. That's um, for a second. Totally. Yep. So I want to talk a little bit about, and I do want to make sure Tatiana knows that she can leave the Zoom anytime. We just wanted to make sure that Cindy was here tonight with us, that we were able to say hello to Cindy and introduce her to our audience. Um, I don't think she's sitting there right this minute, but I just no. Wanna... Cindy actually, when she holds something, she she's with it. She like, she's fine with it, actually. Oh, she's, Unless... okay. She seems content. Okay. okay. Yeah, she's content. If she's not screaming, then she's good. Okay, so we're gonna we're going to keep rolling. Okay. She's smiling. I love it. 
She's like, why is Bonnie on my TV? Um, Okay, so I wanted to talk to each of our guests, specifically these guys next to us, and then we're going to go to the Remnant Girls. Um, Just tell us a little bit about your business, why you went into business together, what it's all about, which I know this is probably a very convoluted, loaded question. But if you could give us a quick overview of your brand, what it is that you guys are doing, um, and a little bit more about you. And by the way, we should mention, it's just Marissa and I. We're the only two. So I think it's also interesting when siblings go into business together that have additional siblings. So for us, it's just the two of us. So if you wanted to... There wasn't room for more. <laughs> yeah. I don't really think there's room for more in general for, with us. But As we're both wearing leopard. Yeah, whoops. Unplanned. Uh, Again. Tell us a little bit more about the local shack, why you started it, what it is. Go ahead. Um, so we were both in a place in our lives, I think, that we just didn't really like the cards that we were dealt. We just, yeah, we were so over it. I was at a job that I hated and she was on a break from a job that had closed temporarily that she was able to specialize in people that hate their jobs and come to us for help. Yeah. So So I'm glad you figured it out. I loved my job, but it was for a long time and I didn't know exactly where I was. Yeah. There was a lot of question marks with that place. And so, um, as sisters do, we came to each other and vented all the time. And oh, yeah. we got to a point where I was like, I'm going to quit my job. And she was in uh, limbo. Uh-uh. Yeah. She calls me FaceTime. Her <laughs> face, when she cries, she gets like just like as if she was stung by bees. And she's just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> it was like this. I go, all right, so we're done. So we're like, all right, so we're done. Like, we're quitting. Like, so like you quit, I quit. So yeah. there was a week of shooting just business ideas back and forth. And our mom's a real estate agent and brought us to this 20 by 20 foot room. And we were like, we looked at each other and we were like, we can do something with this. So the local shack was born. Um, we have our staple, the green couch, which is where we kind of invite everyone whoever our friends are, um, to come and sit with us and kind of enjoy the space with us. Um, So we are a studio gallery, um, kind of walls like this with all of my sister's art um, and our family collections of uh, vintage pieces, surfboards. She um, 10 surfboards. Paintings and art over the years. On a ladder by herself in the summer. 97 degrees, she's up there just hammering out. And they're, they're like 13 foot surfboards. Our uncle is a major surfboard, longboard surfer in Long Branch. He left when he passed away um, five years ago. He left 52 surfboards and he was a a surf hoarder. Mm, so yeah. Got it. He left <laughs> very bad from 1970 to five years ago. Vintage, amazing memorabilia and amazing it's a, it's a, so that's how we museum. bring that's how we bring our family and everything that kind of we embody into the store, and then we have local businesses in there. So either home based or online businesses that really only vend at a few places, uh, pop up markets and things like that. And um, a lot of mom owned, a lot of family owned, women owned, um, and then we're just their space that we want to openly allow people to be creative and kind of themselves. And then we do a lot of custom. So Jamie walked into your store, I don't know, oh, a fun. year and a half ago? Yeah, on, my, on my birthday last year. Weirdly on her birthday, which is not <laughs> ironic. Those that know us well, we believe in the universe and signs and things happening for a reason. Our so estimated I, ETA to get here was 719 also. Oh, so I just There you go. Okay. So I walked oh, wow. into your store on your birthday, mm-hmm. 719 apparently. Um, and... I didn't know this, but they were sibling owned, which anybody that's sibling owned, I like immediately have a connection to because of Marissa and I. And I was chatting with her for a while. And being that we are recruiters and help people get jobs that are, you know, 
out of work or looking for work or unhappy at work, you know, your story resonated with me. And the next thing I know, her beautiful sister rolls up with like Duncan. And I'm like, this is so something Marissa and I would do like a bat out of hell with like, here's your birthday breakfast. And I'm like, it's your birthday. Like literally (laughs) I'm like, I've been talking this girl's ear off for like an hour. And I like felt like such an idiot that I didn't know it was her birthday. So I'm like, first of all, happy birthday. Second of all, nice to meet you. And then since then we were like, I want to have them on the podcast. I want a podcast in the store. So obviously it's been a crazy year, but we figured it out. And here we are. Obviously we're not at the store, maybe next time. Um, But here we are having them on the, on the podcast. So we're so happy to have I you love back. how that came together for you guys. Oh, it yeah. was, it was, no, it was, it's very organic. Yeah. It was everything, our signs from our uncle and our grandmother. They, um, again, I always say this five years ago, they died three months apart. My daughter was born in between those. Of so course. It was one out, one in, and one out. And <laughs> nobody, like, it just wasn't expected. For us, so it we seems had signs left and right. A lot of the important things tend to happen at once. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was like crazy. those last few months, 2016. Oh, and then find furniture you know, and stuff like that. Open it up. There's like a little surfboard in it that says, like, remember me. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. We're like, what is this? <laughs> we were thinking about things at one point, thinking about things. And we're like, just manifest it. And then we'd find it. We're like, oh, got it. And my mom's like, how? No, this is weird. This is not just manifesting. I'm like, no, just think of like a yellow couch or think of like a blue chair. And we're like, we're inside the road. My mom's like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. (laughs) So they were helping support. Yeah, they were. They were helping. They were, they were shopping for, for furniture for you. I love that. So now, and, and it's just the two of you girls. Yes. Yes. Okay. And, and who's older? Am I allowed to say that? I'm like, I'm almost eight years older. Eight years. Yeah. Sleeping and they see no way, no yeah. way. Um, so you were like a baby, yeah. I'm 24 and I'm 32. Okay, so you're both still babies, yeah. To yeah, be fair, like I actually just killed over, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so wait, so that's a big difference when you were little. Um, yeah. it didn't work for a while. She was my I had her fully blocked on everything for like my high school well, period. I can imagine yeah. what was yeah. going on there. Yeah, you're like, no thanks, I'm no, not interested. Oh, oh it my was gosh. up to maybe like last year. That we actually started because we'd hang out yeah. for like maybe like a couple weeks at a time. We're like, well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ruined that. And then we'd like take a break. And now we're like, I did her. So yeah. now, so it was, were you, are your parents married? So we have same mom, different, uh, different dads. Got it. She's blonde hair, blue eyes, brown hair, brown eyes. My mom's red hair, green eyes. And both of our dads have brown hair, brown eyes. So we don't know what happened. Yes. We don't, we're not, we're not sure. It's very, there's somewhere. a milk mirror. It's very, it's, it's all inclusive. Yeah. Yes. It's all inclusive. Get everybody a little bit. Um, a bit everything. I okay. It. I love this. I love the idea. And the, and the handle is local shack, right? Yes. The local shack. Yeah. And it is just, I can't wait to go because I've checked, I've follow and look and see. And I think everything, I mean, and then you're an artist as well. Yeah. So it's a, you're very showcasing your stuff. Yeah. I, um, it's like my little, like, what's your brain. medium? Like, what is it that you do? Anything. 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 Like, if, if there's right now, if you give me markers, I paint on this. I paint on did this. You, did you go to art school or no? I went to the Fashion Institute and I got there and I was like, this is too competitive and I don't like the people here. And yeah. And I just dropped out. And I've been freelancing since I, as long as I can remember. So I'd be like, oh, like, just can you do a little thing right here? And I'd be like, what? Can you bake a cake? Sure. Yeah. Anything. And then you were also, right. That's also your thing too, right? I, yeah. Pastry? I, I, well, no, no, no. I can't cook for anything. Maybe chicken <laughs> farm. Okay. I just Barely. I would do um, whipped cream boards and then I would airbrush food color on them in graffiti style. So you used food as a medium? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's actually how I knew who you were. From, from the, your work from the, at the block. From the block? Yep. 
That's yeah. how I knew who she was. For anybody that's Wait, that's block, fascinating. That went for her birthday prior to COVID, that was the thing that would come out at the end. With this, so now you're 24 with your big sister, who's yeah. a, a you know re- semi-retired whipped cream artist. Yes, I like um, that. And <laughs> um, you have this incredible store. You didn't like your job, and what did you go to school for? So we're just doing a teeny mini dreamcatchers situation here. So, so we I usually was... talk about where you come from, what you you know what you wanted to be when you grow up, like that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. I'm I'm gelling it all together. I worked at a mortgage company and I was kind of doing just like the office work, the pre-closing. I sent you all your paperwork that you needed and it was a great job. I loved everyone in the company, but I was like I'm just like I feel too much in a box. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I couldn't especially cuz it was covid, I couldn't talk to anyone all day. And I went to school for entrepreneurship. Like that was a runoff of business majors like you can choose where did you go to school Kane Mm -hmm. I played the cross and I kind of just like was always on a path somewhere yeah and I never like ever gave myself the time to just sit back and think about what I wanted to do I just always had to have something planned out so I was like running towards like you like to call it running towards a red light oh yeah speeding towards a red light um and then I got to a point where I was just so sick and tired of being sick and tired every day. So it just kind of bloomed out of discontent. You know, you're a perfect example. We give this advice all the time. Well, fa- first of all, we always say, as the dream catchers, we say, you know, to just dream big, to say yes, to opportunity, to manifest your own destiny, things like that that you've done. And that if you can't find the dream job, which you have been able to do, so to inspire our audience in two ways, one, you did that, you quit your job. It was the right time. All Mm -hmm. the things worked. But if you can't find the dream job, how do you find the dream in the job? So even you just touched on it, like you love the job, you love the people, but it wasn't what you were meant to do. Right. So you probably could have lasted a little longer, but you were like in the right place at the right time. Your sister was, you know, in the middle of being quote unquote out of work. You found this amazing space and it just worked, which is amazing. And that's what we preach all the time. Yeah. And we happen to live in an area that's supportive of this kind of endeavor. Yeah, I don't think, you know, I don't necessarily think of where we are as suburbia, even though it is. Um, And I think that because we live where we live, so many eclectic, unique, incredibly dynamic businesses can flourish because we're not dry, middle of nowhere people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I'm biased. So, so sorry. Sorry to say, Remnant, I know you're not Monmouth County County girls. So that that's a New Jersey overall, I guess, uh, statement. That yeah. Versus saying, um, tell so us. I know that I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. We're not I from here originally either. We're from um, Bergen County originally. Um, so you guys go ahead and introduce again yourselves a little bit about your brand, how you got started, why you, you work together. Yeah, have you guys ever met? Because their stuff should be in your yes. store. Yes. That's what I was going to say. By the way, you're welcome. <laughs> I this, this is we what the dream catchers them. do. We're like, this looks cool. We like this. And <laughs> I had them at our yes. shopping event years ago, and it's the coolest stuff. All right, go. So go ahead, you guys. Tell, Tell us a little bit yeah. about you. Okay, so funny. I feel like we're a little bit opposite. Um, opposite because we actually both still work full time. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. So we're a little crazy. Um, I love this because I actually work with kids and adults with developmental disabilities. And I've been doing that for a long time. See, I didn't uh, even know that. Look at that. Us. Yeah. So I'm like, this is, That's this is right up my alley. Um, but she works in the dental field. I've been doing that forever. 
Um, and we run our business. So it's, and we have children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, those people. Yeah, those people. Same. Those sleep. People, you know. Is there sleep in so, there? Probably no, no not sleep. Always. No sleep. <laughs> no sleep. We no. basically don't sleep. Team but. no sleep. Team no sleep. Um, so we would love to move towards, I guess, doing it more full time. But it's it's scary to leave your your like comfortable you know, position and be like, Oh, we need to really go for this. I've, I've, I feel like every time we say, Oh, if we just quit our jobs and did this full time, we can make more money. <laughs> I know. We talk about that all the time too. We do. do it. We were yeah. listening to the local shack. We were listening to them and they were having our, we've recently just been having those same exact conversations. And so it's really great. It's really in, like inspiring to listen to all of you right now. So, so tell uh, us a little bit about your brand. Like, what is it that you sell? Cause we know, but not everybody listening will know. And if you're going to go full time at it, we probably should air the, the brand. Yeah, air the laundry. <laughs> the bleached cool um, hope, your, hope your co-workers aren't watching <laughs> yeah. sorry guys it, the co-workers yeah. are basically us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no so um, I actually went to fashion school and dropped out as well cool um, and another I, beauty school dropout uh, for art and fashion um, but then decided to go into the dental field um, and we basically just started as a hobby. Um, we started with our band tees in high school and making denim jackets and, you know, just really a hobby. And then people were like, I want that. I like that. You guys should, you know, and we were, we've been tied dying for years and being yeah. looked at like we're weirdos or hippies, you know? Yeah. So we're ahead of the trend. <laughs> we're like, maybe we should monetize this. Cause we, you know, before like band tees, came in style like I don't know in the last like 10 years like we felt like we were kind of like making our own like you know when safety pins were cool back like 15 years ago we were like putting them on the sides of our shirts and like distressing them and we're like years later which was what like five or six years ago when we officially started we're like we should actually make this for people and we've always kind of wanted to do like um, put like a message on a t-shirt or like make our own. Um, I guess the goal is to actually, you know, one day make, and so like, you know, we can both, our grandmother actually kind of taught us how to sew. So we have like a basis in it. It's a lot of work, but, um, we wanted to make, you know, what's, what's a way to like share a positive message is like, okay, everybody looks at something like when you wear a t-shirt, everybody looks at the message that's across it. So we're like, we can put like something positive or like I'm wearing one of our sound mind shirts, like mental health. Um, yeah. And so like, uh, like a focus on like, we're both spiritual people as well. Like you guys were talking and, um, we wanted to put something on our items that like promoted positivity that talked about, um, mental health issues and family and running a small business and being like, we're big into community and like running with other businesses, even if they do the same exact thing as us. So does that so, like, mean you put a picture of Jamie and me on your shirt? No, what's going to happen is she's going to, she's Zia's going to draw the dream catchers logo. You're going to tie dye it. It's going to be amazing. And then we're going to sell it. You just support siblings. Yeah, just describe, yes. That's just described. Yeah. All of our things. All of our things. I have a question really quick. Were you guys seeing queens? I mean, essentially, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm with you. We're I like the same age. We're my around the same age. Big. Yeah, I, so they were like very punk rock, you know. What, what is that? Kind of, what is that for the people that are a little bit for aged, the people in the back? Stop. Well, actually, you guys are probably not that much older than us, but it's like that's we true. listen to, you know, people call it like emo music, but oh. like that's what we listen to, like the screaming music, went to the shows, hung out with Still all the people with the tattoos and singing in bands. And like, I think like that's, Travis that's, Barker is your jam. Yeah, we love that's it. A scene yeah, queen. I like it. Okay. And that actually kind of um, inspired our business is like our love for music and like the scene and um, just like that community. Like they're so tight. And even how she's saying, like, were you seen girls? Like we like I could take one look at her and be like, I probably would have hung out with her yeah. when I was yeah, same with you. I was like, this was like, the- <laughs> <laughs> we probably would have been to shows together. So like, we like that community aspect, too. And I think that like having uh, our brand like brings people in uh i think that maybe are like a little bit different i mean moms wear our shirts um guys wear shirts. yeah like really urban kids you know kids that scene kids punk rock kids really straight lace like anybody yeah so yeah i think like music and the way we grew up and family like really influences our brand and family matters yeah, family matters. Family matters. Sure. I love that. Okay, so there's so many questions that we typically ask on a podcast, but when we are on a panel, it's hard to get to everyone. So I wanted to take a minute and make sure that we got to some of our favorite questions. Um, we often talk about what it is that you wanted to be when you grew up. I think we can probably guess some of your answers. Um yeah. But we won't necessarily dig too deep in that today. We talked a little bit about where everybody went to school and why they started doing what they're doing now, because we do find that that's very inspirational to people often. Because if you can imagine the people who listen to our podcast, people who come to us for advice are typically dream seekers. They're they're trying to figure something they are out. They're dream seekers with wanderlust and frustration. They're frustrated about something. They just need career inspiration in some way. I so love that. we've already covered so much that I think could inspire someone that's currently floundering in some way, right? And if nothing else, we've inspired them with Cindy's story and Ellen's story and Bonnie's story. So in the interest of all of our time and to just get to the meat of what we want to talk about tonight too is a little bit about, you know, what inspires you and what keeps you going and why you're doing what you're doing. Now, Bonnie obviously already touched on the fact that Cindy and her relationship with Cindy inspired her originally and that's why she touched on it briefly, but, and I'll let her chime in, a portion of a lot of her sales goes to different organizations. Um, We now have heard by accident, didn't know this about the remnant girls that they have a passion for giving back and things like that. These girls are giving space and creating space for people who are trying to make something and do something. That's what Marissa and I are doing as well, as well as giving back to our community. We do a lot of nonprofit work. We donate a portion of all of our proceeds to mental Mental health health awareness. So I think we always say we by accident create these panels that are like five attracts never, five. ever by accident. Like we sit here tonight. These mm. girls are like, did we ever hang out when we were 15? Yeah. Ellen's, <laughs> Ellen's our first ever friend. Ming went to Michigan where I went. We say it every episode. Go blue. There's something <laughs> about each of us where you're in each other's web. 
Correct. We are in each other's web, which is why we are here tonight in the Dreamcatcher's web. And Bonnie and I met now a couple of years ago and just knew immediately that we are cut from the same cloth. And Bonnie has done our shopping event. Bonnie has also done our shopping event and so have the Remnant Girls. And also Bonnie shared a story at our last shopping event about seeing signs and the universe. Um, about what you were just talking about with the little surfboard that says whatever. And Bonnie, I won't tell the story for her, but I I will tell the story for her. She picked up this amazing (laughs) first stole and she was like, I have to have this, like an antique piece, opens it. On the inside, there's a monogram and it's her initials. Oh. Yeah. Like, have you ever in your life? She like showed it exactly like her monogram. Like it's if it said JBS, which are my initials. She's like, I guess I meant to have this stole, like, because I was complimenting her stole. Um, but anyway, so I wanted to talk a little bit about what inspires us. I'd like to actually start with Ellen. So because Ellen's here as a special guest, we still think what you're doing is so incredible. Ellen, and I know you don't work with a sibling, but you're here tonight for a reason. And I wanted to just talk with Ellen about what keeps her inspired. So I think one of the things that she already highlighted is there's a lot of people out there that need help and need like a true north when it comes to dealing with a child with disabilities or navigating a new diagnosis or figuring out school for your child. And I even have done that with Ellen before as a friend. I'm like, can you speak to my friend or this child I know just got diagnosed? Can you help her? Because it's really scary at the beginning, yada, yada. So I'd love to hear from you, Ellen, just a little bit about in your day to day, what keeps you moving? What keeps you inspired? If you have like a mantra of any kind or, um, you know, something that gets you up every day. I'm so inspired by Ellen. I haven't seen her in too long, but so inspired by Ellen and how she just is with Brett. I lo- so her son's name is Brett. He's the best. And he, I just am so inspired by Ellen and just the way she carries herself as a mom and how she integrates Brett into life in Fairhaven. Yeah. Right? I feel like it made such a impact on me when I first moved here. Um, like I have memories of probably, Brett. We've never said these words out loud. I probably have never even said this to Ellen, but like picture, you know, Ellen at Fairhaven Day, which is this very overstimulating day in our town of like, like a town day, like a town picnic, which they haven't done in a couple of years. And Brett loves bouncy castles and loves anything inflatable. So, you know, he's in there with my kids who at the time were probably five and two and just loving life on these inflatables. And I remember thinking like, I was just so inspired by her. And not only did she go through this, she then had two more kids after that, you know, and that to me was so inspiring. It's like, she's lived this mountain of a life and then had two more children after and lived such a balanced. Well, I think to the outsider, I'm like, I'm just so inspired by that. And she's and she's down for like and she's down to hang for sushi yeah, and a and good shop. Down, but also she works, which I think is just yeah. so inspiring too. So and went back to work during all of this. So it's nice, it's nice to hear you say all that. Um I also have siblings and I have a sister who had a very long career doing something else, and then she chose to go into social work later in her life when her kids were older. So she's also a social worker. So she inspires me. We share, you know, struggles and call each other and text each other constantly. Um, But I think, you know, we happen to live in a special town. So I think that it's Mm -hmm. easy when you live in a place that's accepting and um, the attitude's always been about inclusion. So I think that, um, when you live somewhere like that and you have a child or you have a sibling that's, you know, a different learner or 
just not your typical. Oh, Bonnie's not blurry anymore. I know. <laughs> Welcome, Bonnie. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, can I just make one comment really quickly? I don't mean to interrupt. I think um, Cindy has left now. Okay. Well, I'm happy that she was able to join us. I think Ming yeah. can probably minimize her screen. Um, yes. I'm so happy thank she you. was able to be here, Bonnie. How special. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for having her. Now back to Sorry, Ellen. Ellen. Go ahead. No, that's okay. So I just, I think when you live in a place like that, where it's easy to, you know, have a kid who's, you know, Brett does love bouncies and, you know, Fairhaven day is a big day here and he looks forward to it all year. And, you know, at the beach club, when I text Jamie and Marissa, yeah, like, let me know when the bouncies are in the pool. Yeah, are they, they have blow ups at driftwood <laughs> yes, <laughs> we have down, you know, wherever there's a party on the beach so he can go bounce. But I think, that our town is very, very inclusive. And I think that we've always had a parent group that's, um, you know, a parent group of kids with special needs here. I was the chairperson for a few years when he was younger. And, you know, it's just, it's just a good, a good bunch of people that are accepting and, you know, therefore their siblings, if they, you know, are in the public school and they're in an inclusion class or their mainstream part of the day and in an autism class part of the day, they're eating lunch, they're at recess, they're out on the playground, they're at all these community events. And they're just, you know, in our world day to day at the ice cream shop, wherever. Um, so people have, have been really good and, and embraced my son and and embraced other kids that I've seen in the community. So Fairhaven inspires you. I love that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that it, it is so, you know, obviously not all of us are from Fairhaven, but, you know, it is so much about your community and the people around you and feeling supported. I, I love that that's one of your answers because I. I kind of agree with you. I think it's so special. Um, that, and I think what Bonnie was saying, when you find a group, like she found a group of other siblings, I think when you find a group and like I said, the the group of other parents with kids with special needs, when you find that, that's inspiring. I agree. Definitely. Do you have a mantra at all? Do you have anything that you ever like say to yourself or say to others or even in your every, practice? Everything is self-care, 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 because if you're not taking care of yourself, you cannot take care of anyone else. True. What's your what's your self-care method right now? What's your favorite thing? You know, walking, listening to music, walking on the beach, being outside. I, you know, in practice, I tell everyone get outside every day, you know, just the sun walking on the beach, putting your feet in the sand. Tis our season. It's on way. Hmm. Yep. And, yeah, and, and you know what? It's funny. I go every single day, almost, for months. And then the winter comes. You, like, forget to go. And I'm like, and don't I'm like, go. I need to go more often then, during like, the winter. I'll you guys go, like, two or but... three times in a row because I'm like, wait, it's still here. Like, yeah. she's here for me. She's Anytime here. Anytime I need her. Yeah, I'm going to go over there and put my feet in the sand. Right. She's yeah. There's a spot like, in Seabright if you go to the time. top of the boardwalk. All you have you to do is just take a glance, and all of a sudden, you feel so yeah. much better. Do you so go all day every day? So, I go every day almost because my dog loves it, and yeah. there's no there's nobody there during those months, so it's kind of like free-for-all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it you kind of forget when it's so busy that it is just like the water and the it's just place. earth yeah like, yeah and you, you do know, and my dog reminds me to just enjoy like like it's you know water and sand sometimes i want to take her to like 
a spa day, do like a little dog thing, but she just needs to be outside, yeah. you know, and you forget as a human, all you need to do is just ground yourself and just be outside. For, you like, know, it's interesting minutes. you say that about your dog. I feel the same way about my kids. You know, I bring them to the beach in the winter months and I see how happy it makes them. I'm like, and this is why I live here. Mm-hmm. My you daughter know? always books it towards the, the ocean. Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> Even still, she's five years old. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, careful, careful. Um, All right. And what about you guys? Do you guys have mantras or things that you say to each other or to each other? I think, well, mine changes as I like go through ebbs and flows of living. She's very structured. So she has like, you know, her things. I've always kind of been like, it is what it is where it's like, no, like you don't have like, when I was younger, it's like, oh, if I like crash my car or like something like that. And they're like, no, you don't have a car right now. I'm like, ah, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm like this. You know, something like that happens. I'm like, that's what it is. Because I'm like, it's always going to work itself out. And like my mom always jokes around. She's like, I'm not I'm not worried about you. She's like, I'm worried about like Lexi stressing herself out. But I'm like, she's the gem. Right. She's like the the golden child. And it's like, I don't have to worry about you because I'm like, "Ah, it is what it is. Right. It is what it is. Yeah. I say that too a lot. It is what it is. And working more closely with her is like kind of taught me to it's okay that. Things not are not always figured okay. out. Yeah. And now you have know, a planner. You can live in it. Yeah. Now you have a planner. Yeah. Like we've definitely rubbed off the good habits on each other. Yeah. I love that. What about you guys? Remnant Co. Um, I'm going to say that we always say what my mom says. Um, it's from Braveheart, right? Is that no. what you call it? From Galaxy, Galaxy Card. She's always like, never give up, never surrender. I actually have it tattooed on the inside oh of my, my God. Oh, in case you forget, you can look down. Oh my God. Yes. Wait, so I'm not wearing it now, but my sister, my mom gave me it and my sister and arm. my niece for Christmas r- rings that were little, like little hug rings. And inside of mine, it says, never give up. Yes. Oh, we say that all the time. And what does yours say? Yours says, keep, keep fucking going. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically, I feel like we've, like, we both had a lot of, like, just in our family in general, like, a lot of crazy things happen. Like, you guys were talking, we've had, like, death and just, like, a lot of intense, like, experiences in our marriage and this and that and moving away. And, I think like just being like, you know what, like you were saying before, like we're going to get through this and we're not going to give up. We come from like an Italian, like you, like you just keep going and like, don't give Listen, up. Italian and, and Jews are very up. similar. We're all yeah, very, very really similar are. here. We whine <laughs> a little bit more. We whine <laughs> a little bit more, but we hustle a little bit. We hustle. <laughs> it's like be super loyal and like you stay loyal to each other and you just like keep going. And I think, that's like family. It, it would be like, d- don't give up. And like, and look at us. We curated a half Italian, one. half Jewish panel. Yeah. Family matters. <laughs> I love, love a, I love a pizza bagel. Yeah, I love a pizza bagel. But it <laughs> yeah. is so true that. Wow. Yeah. See? Right. I think you're hundred percent right to Marissa. And I literally say every single day to some of our candidates, to each other, we're never going to give up. We're never going to give up. Like when we created this idea three years ago as a podcast and it has morphed into now a career consultancy. We do resume rewrites. We do LinkedIn strategy sessions. We help people figure out what the hell they want to do with their lives, which is extremely hard for a lot of people to figure out. And so, and we're figuring out how to monetize it and we're working, you know, towards some really amazing projects. And we literally look at each other some days and we're like, I'm so exhausted when these girls were like, we don't sleep. Same. And... Two kids each, the whole thing. I and wouldn't have it any other way. 
We don't know how to not do it. Yeah. It's like we are just born to we hustle. We don't stop. We don't stop. In fact, most people that know us say, like Ellen can attest, will say like, do you want sleep? Like what goes, like literally every second we're working on something new. We're ideating something else. We're getting our feet into something that, new. That's what, that's what brings us joy. Yeah. That's what I was going to say because it's almost it's like It's my oxygen mask. Like it isn't an external your boss is telling you to do it. You're doing it for yourself yes. and it like fuels the fire that's inside. And I'm you. helping people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Constantly. It's rewarding. Yes. Yep. Um, I'm not saying we're not exhausted. Sometimes we are. 100%. Um, Bo- Bonnie, we do don't you, stop. Yeah. Though. Bonnie, do you have, I have a feeling Bonnie has like some money. Bonnie, I'm wearing my necklace. I never take it off. Oh, look, that's a Bonnie. Hey, your butterfly necklace. My butterfly yeah, there's necklace. There's a Bonnie Jennifer there. It's special. too cute. Yeah, that's a Bonnie Jennifer original with the Y yep. knotted. Bonnie, what's your, do you have a mantra or things that inspire um, you besides Cindy? Of course, we know Cindy's part um, of your inspiration. I mean, I have so many. I like to read quotes and that inspires me every day. But I would say there's a few. I would say reach for the stars. Um, If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Mm -hmm. Or it is what it is. Um, And I think one thing that I try to work on myself right now, like two things. One, I actually made this for a client um, and I try to breathe. Mm. It's um, a bracelet that I made for a client, but I actually love it um, because I need to breathe. And I tend to get very anxious. So I would say breathe. And then the other one is comparison is the thief of joy. And I think that's a pretty powerful one. Mm. And I have to tell myself that every day. Yeah, especially Bonnie is, as I said at the top, kind of the original gold ball bracelet girl. And there's so many folks at this point that have knocked her off or, you know, done something similar. And it's hard not to get caught up in that, right? It's like, you know, you're not going to be the only local vendor store. We're not going to be the only resume service that you can come to. We're not going to be the mic only, drop. only one to drop our mics or people who are tie dyeing cool clothes or social workers. But, you know, I think what the reason why we're all here tonight and what we're really highlighting is that we're each this light. You know, I also think Bonnie might have meant that on a on another level. It's when we compare ourselves to others. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, yeah. stop touching the red wire. I, I, just, wire. To, just to clarify, I, I, I wouldn't just to clarify. I call myself the queen of gold balls just because I, I would say I brought it back. I'm not sure who the original person is. I think it's someone started in the 50s. But I fine, you're the you're the, the you rebooted the gold ball. I reboot. That's like a perfect. Thing. Fine, you rebooted, rebooted it. it. She's being modest, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> she's been doing it for a while before everybody else was doing it. Um, okay, so to I have so many more questions, but I wanted I want to take some time to just ask about career advice. So each of us have done something. Either these guys who have you know, opted out of a a journey or left a job or went back to work or still work and do this on the side or Bonnie who created this herself, Marissa and I now, by the way, still have a day job in recruitment for our, our family's firm, but we also do this on the side. So this is, I guess, considered our side hustle, although it's a lot of the time our full-time job too. Um, Career advice. You know, this is a career podcast at the end of the day, even though we, I'd love to just sit here and just love fest everyone here um if there's anything that you any advice you can give any advice you've ever been given or that you feel that you would want to impart on somebody that's currently trying to make magic and they can't get out of their own way we could have a wide audience today so let's go big here you know yeah we have people that could be listening to this because they have family with special needs so you know having ellen on 
um, with uh, the social work background, I think, or even Bonnie mentioned her social work degree. I think that's interesting. We don't we're, we're more business focused, so we don't get um, that audience that much. So I'm I'm happy to hear your point of view, you know. And also, I should remind everyone, although we are live on Facebook, this is a recorded episode of our podcast. And we do. I hate to pat ourselves on the back, but we have a pretty vast audience. It's pretty awesome nowadays. It's all because of Ming. Um, in fact, sometimes <laughs> we look at our listenership and we like are shocked all over the world, all over the country. So hi, listeners in Belgium or whoever is listening. Um, so tell us just some career career advice, anything that you've been given. They're Googling Fairhaven. Yeah, they're like, where is Fairhaven? I want to move there. It sounds <laughs> idyllic. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit. I, I could start with you guys. Do you have any advice for people that are stuck? I think we agree stuck? on this one a lot, right? What? Just do it. Just do oh, it. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Like, And okay. that isn't just like do it and you know everything will be figured out like do it and then it'll bring you a step towards her yeah like try your hardest try your hardest like with whatever it is and if it still screws up like there's a million people watching you and when we started our store we didn't know what we were doing people would come in and literally be like we just started they'd be like say what are you guys and we're like and we'd laugh and we don't know yeah we're we're figuring it out yeah and people would still just come in they go well why'd you do it and we're like well we just did it they're like that's it. Yeah. And they just said like, that was the biggest inspiration is that we just took the leap and we're like, we put all of our. Because our even if it's it. not the final product, you're still a step closer and, you know, a step further away from where you were and yep. closer to where you will want to be or I love are going to get. Mm-hmm. I love I love failing because every time I fail, it's like a it's a stupid idea that I add to something else that I come up with a whipped cream board and I'm like, oh, airbrush machine. And there I go. Like, I love failing. That was, that was a that charcuterie a- board. And I was just like, maybe this. And then a couple times I did it, it curdled, it looked stupid. I bring it out to the table and I was embarrassed. But then by the end of it, I could do it with my eyes closed and just like with different types of painting and like with you, with she wood burning and like all your like painting your shoes and stuff like that. Yeah. And just creativity, just all these or little just things like learn to that. learn to fail kind of. Yeah. Learn to I love failing. I think that's actually a really hard. good advice. Fall hard so that you can dust yourself off and start over. Yeah. Or like take that as a learning and keep going. And Marissa and I have even seen with the Dreamcatchers, we've done we've tripped I wouldn't say we've necessarily fallen all the way down, but we've tripped along the way trying to figure out what people need from us, you know, what people want from us as career experts besides the podcast, besides, you know, you know, for a long time during COVID, we were offering community events and things like this, but on a larger scale where people could opt in to our content. And that's what people needed at the time. And now people are back and not as eager for events and content, but rather they want to figure out what's next. So they need resume advice. So then we pivoted yet again and we're like, all right, we're going to offer resume, you know, classes, things like that. So I think not being afraid to fail, that's a really, really good piece of advice. And really taking it to another level to actually embrace failure, not just Mm -hmm. not being afraid to fail but you just said I love to fail because Remnant Co they're like renting a store tomorrow yeah they're like this is it I'm done I love the kids but I'm out the dentist I'm I'm done um my my daughter's the GM like can you can you can you franchise the local shack um no I I think that that's actually really good advice though embracing failure and loving learning to love failure um all right who's next anybody want to go next that has something they want to share Bonnie 
Well, failure is a stepping stone for greatness. Yeah, that's true. It kind of ties into what you said. Um, I would say there's a few things. You're never too old to start to do it. And that kind of also piggybacks uh, piggyback off of what you said. Um, And I think doing something every day that makes you uncomfortable. So for instance, this podcast made me extremely nervous and I was so uncomfortable to do it. I feel much better now, by the way. But See, I told you we got you. Before we went live, I was like, don't worry, you guys, we got you. It's just a conversation. Yeah. It's just a conversation. You just happened to be on camera. That's it. Yeah. And thousands of people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> thousands of people are going to hear you. Um. Anyway, so do something every day that Makes you feel. Or, I mean, it doesn't have to be every day. It could be once a week or whatever. But just do often. something that makes you do it often and step outside your comfort zone. Exactly, because that's how you grow. And if you don't do something that makes you uncomfortable, you're not going to grow. And you're always going to be in the same box. So I did a lot of things this year that made me uncomfortable, and I just kind of went for it. And so I'm glad that I did. Life is short. Let's do it, like you guys said. Ellen, what about you? Um, a little bit kind of along what Bonnie was saying, but I think I talk a lot to other moms who are overwhelmed and who have kids with a lot of issues and they want to work like myself. I always wanted to work. I always wanted that to be a part of who I was. So I tell people, keep trying, figure it out. Like you're going to figure out some kind of job that works for your life as overwhelmed as you might be at home, as much as your kids have going on, your family, your husband, whatever it is, like you may not find it right away and you may try a few different things and quit or change or, you know, whatever, but keep going. Cause you'll figure out what works and brings you happiness and fulfillment and keep, keep going. I love that. And if they need help, they can always come to us. We can help them. Um, so small plug. Um, gentle, gentle, plug. never gentle from Jamie. It's always a little extra. Um, what about you guys remnant? Any career advice? I mean, I, you know, I'm just listening to everybody and I'm thinking, um, I, I would say like for me personally is surrounding ourselves with other um, people who are in the same kind of position as us. So ours is creating a network of women or moms that own small businesses in our, in the surrounding towns, in our counties. Um, and we've, we've learned to build a network and um, you know, the, the, I don't like the shore has like a huge community. You guys have a massive network down there and up North. We don't really have that as much. Where are you guys located again? People are not nice over here. Um, (laughs) Where are you located again? We're in like Northern Jersey. So Patterson, Clinton. I went to school up there. So by the way, that is North Jersey. When people say Livingston's North Jersey, I'm like, you're wrong. That's central Jersey. Um, yes, yes, we are from Bergen County. So we're from. Yes. So we've actually built like a local marketplace up here and we've, um, we've done, we've, built a group of small business owners, moms. We encourage um, women all the time to start their businesses because they come to us and they're like, oh, I don't have enough money. I don't have the resources. I don't, I don't have the doing. talent. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And, they're you know, like, we, we don't either. No one has enough money. We have no idea what we're doing. No one has yeah. enough it, money and no one is. knows what they're doing. Truth. Always encouragement, yeah. always saying, you know, you can do it. Don't wait, start. Yeah. And, you know, 
our biggest piece of advice is like, you don't need, you know, you don't need all the money in the world. Just have the confidence to take that first step. And, yeah. and I, I think also, less than $300. So anyone can do it. Right. I think like, cause we're talking about siblings also like a good thing that I would say to people is like, you know, yourself and you know, your sibling or the person that you're working with. And like, think about your strengths, like play on your strengths. So like this, the sisters were saying before, like, Oh, one is good. Um, like I'm more of the free spirit and they're more of like the, you know, okay, we need to stick to the schedule. Like I'm kind of that person, like, all right, we got to plan and we got to write things down and we got, and my sister will be like, we need to dream about this and we need to. Sound familiar? I think this is probably every sibling business's storyline, right? It's like, I think the reason actually, I'm glad you brought that up because the reason that it really works, and this is exactly why we're here is, you know, some people out there might be like, I have no interest in working with my sibling. And that's totally fine, obviously. Um, but I do think obviously your siblings are there to support you in this case for Bonnie to inspire you look around you look up look out like it doesn't necessarily need to be your sister it could be your cousin it could be somebody else in your family we we give this advice all the time to people who are struggling look around you is there somebody doing something that you are inspired by whether it's they're hustling they started something on their own they're a real estate agent they're all the things so in this case obviously she doesn't want to stop touching the red I have not touched it it's underneath my chair um, wheel Okay. At least I'm not blurry like Bonnie. Blurry Bonnie. Blurry Bonnie. I don't know why I just I brought you down. Um, I felt the need to deflect. Um, what was I going to say? No, I think for Marissa and I, obviously, I tripped into working for her and then we went out on the business on our own. But like everything you're saying, I think, is describing th- common denominator is the three siblings here all have a similar relationship. Marissa is the dreamer. She's the intuitive. I'm pragmatic. I'm our Excel spreadsheet. I'm making sure we're staying on deadline. Spreadsheets. Um, where Marissa is a lot more like, totally, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, we got to do it by this day. This is what's happening. She, I will also say we enable, there's an enable there. We enable little, each other. I am very, very realistic. But because I know she'll keep me in line, I don't have to think about it. Yes. So, yeah, yes. it's a nice, the, our yin yang. And 90% is nice. of the time, that's you're taking advantage of your sister, but in the best way. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are because like, I don't, it's one thing I don't have to worry about because I am extremely no. grounded and very realistic, but it's nice to know that she'll, she'll, she picks that up. She picks up structure with ease where I don't. It's not naturally easy for me. So, yeah, and you can always tell your your business partner or your sibling or whatever. Like that, I always feel like when you work with family, you could say like, "Hey, I have this great idea for a new T-shirt, and it's blah blah blah." And she'd be like, "That is the worst idea. I got. <laughs> we're not doing that." She's like, and no. then you you're not like offended because you're like, "Oh, no. okay," because or you're gonna love each other anyway. Totally. Yeah. So I mean, how like, many it, times have you fought like literally in a calendar, like in one hour, I could basically be like, I've never hated someone more. Literally. And I love you so much. I and can't then live without you. I'd be like, what are we having for dinner? And like, <laughs> I hate you. But like, where is my coffee? And then also don't talk to me about any of these things, but I'll pick up my nephew at two. Yeah, like, like it's literally <laughs> like, a, like a dialogue, like a screaming, of, like a screaming fight, match, and the then mouth. like, where's the tequila? Like, I'll like we probably is. have like two to three real arguments per year. The rest of it is like nothing. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, like, like we're mad for like we're mad for like 
four to six hours. She's mad. She's mad longer than me. Yes, I don't cave. Is she? Well, I cave. I'm like right back in. I'm like so. No, what, but you're what's mean. Next? She's meaner than I am. I'm a little mean. Yeah. So stop looking at me. <laughs> I think we can all relate to that. Um, okay. So I digress. I think to wrap, I, we could do this all day. This is super fun. Um, I wanted to go around again. One of the things that we like to do, and it doesn't have to be local, but obviously in the spirit of being local, local and shopping small and supporting small business, we like to shout out what we call our brand crushes. So I actually trademarked a class that I do. If you're interested, please check out our website. I'm happy to talk to somebody about this. Um, we do what's called the Brand Crush Project, which basically is identifying companies that you would like kill to work for and actually figuring out how to like manifest a way to work there. And if not to work there, then to work somewhere similar or to work with those types of brands and to actually have like real life opportunity to work at your brand crush or with your brand crush. So I like to talk about brand crushes because I just think it's inspirational to see whether it's a business that you just think is killing it, that you're just like, I'm so inspired with what they do. I love their whole business model. Or if it's a local brand that you're really into that you think is just doing really amazing stuff, or it's somebody that got you through COVID and you're like, I would not be able to live life without insert brand crush. Um, and I just find it inspirational and we like to tag them when we post the episode, we find that it just shares love to and shines light on other companies or businesses or women or anything. So I'll snap from the universe. Also, I think there's something to be said here when you're thinking about this. Okay. We are all cut from the same kind of cloth. Well, we're entrepreneurial, we're solo, you know, in our work, um, we're on our own, but we, without a doubt, are now thinking of those several individuals that we care about in our lives that don't necessarily have the bandwidth to be as crazy as we all are mm -hmm. and could use this kind of inspiration, which is most people, by the way. Most. You know, most people don't say at 24 and 32, like, you know, I'm out and I'm going to open this store and it's going to be great. Right. Most people don't have that bandwidth. And it doesn't mean that they're giving, you know, they're not giving up or it doesn't mean that they didn't figure out how to just do it. Often it's, it's just fear. not natural. It's for fear them. or it's so we've got to give them other yes. ways to feel good about their life because everybody's meant to do something great. So when you think of your brand crush, know that it could be inspiring to someone that is not able to go out on their own and needs to have a great job that they can call their own. And sometimes I'm sure we can all admit I'm jealous of someone like that. I'm jealous. I sometimes can't be more linear. Right. It'd be nice to just have like a job and watch six shows and go to sleep. Like, I don't do that. Jamie still watches six shows. <laughs> I do it's watch fine. a lot. Um, anyway, so go ahead. Let's content. hear your brand crushes and think for your friends that don't have, um, for all of you out there that are not able to go out on your own, I support you and I see you. You don't have to be an entrepreneur to be happy. There's lots of things you can do in this world that are super important that are not on your own. And you can also side hustle or just consume content that's inspirational outside of your day job yes. or, you know, listen to the dream catchers or meet some of these girls or shop their brands or shop their store. Right. You incorporate passion and dream into your into your day to day. And that's as important. And we say this. I said it before. If you can't find the dream job, find the dream in the job. So, you know. There's other ways to fill that bucket. But, you know, if there's anything that we can gift to our audience, it's this, which is, you know. All right, Ellen, you check go. out these brands. What's your brand crush of the moment? Anything that's like you can't survive like your without. favorite place to order, the things that you shop online. Like literally can't live without. What is your favorite thing right now? Oh, my God. I have so many. I'm online all the time because Same. I've been home Duh. for two years. Um <laughs> 
Don't ask me first. Go to All someone right. else. <laughs> Anybody know one that they can start us off? Anyone have one? Uh, I think we do. Right. I think like number one, we love all of our vendors. Yes. They're, like they're that number we can't one. hone in on. Right. You can't but, like say one. But we right. have a brand crush. Yeah. Um, um, okay. So there's this girl that I found, um, a store that I just stumbled into when I was in Puerto Rico with my friends. And funny enough, this trip to Puerto Rico was planned when I was sitting behind my desk at the job that I hated. And I was like, all right, well, first thing on the list before quitting is I'll just plan a vacation, like take a break. And me and my friends were walking around in downtown Rincon, Puerto Rico. And I stumbled into this studio gallery and it was themed almost exactly how we, we envisioned bouncing ideas back and forth of a store. And it was like 70s surf aesthetic, but it was like the pink, pink and orange version of what we had with it's down called, down to the stripe and furniture. It's called Bunkerfish. It's called Bunkerfish. And the girl, it's just her single, um, I think she runs it with her girlfriend, but it's her art gallery, um, merchandise and everything. Come to find out when I'm in there that she was actually back home here doing a mural for someone. So as we followed her, we found so many things that we just kind of resonated with. Like it was just freelance art and like on steroids. Like it's just like I'm like, oh, that's your brain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just incredible talent. That's just inspiring. We'll have to check her out. Bunker Fish. Bunker Fish. And her um, social media handles just Bunker Fish. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. No, you bring like 300, but you pay plane ticket and then like just go get like your little pinches on the side of the road and you're good yeah i've heard it's amazing there awesome that's so awesome yeah grounding vacation i ended up here as a product of spring break (laughs) (laughs) i love it (laughs) so it's in the blood it's in the blood oh yeah no wonder yeah no wonder yeah (laughs) yeah a little spicy yeah anybody else have one that they can say that they know off the top of their head yeah bonnie Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, but Marie Forilio. Okay. Do you guys know who she is? No. Okay. So she she labels herself as multi-passion entrepreneur. Oh, and I know who she is. I follow she her. Did, yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. And I love her because of so many reasons. But one of the reasons is first of all, I can connect with her. She's a, you know, she's from New Jersey. She she's a dancer, Jamie. She's a dancer. I'll have to check and because Jamie likes to dance. Um, and she also is um a business owner and she inspires, empowers. Um, entrepreneurs to be the best version of yourself. She has a school called the B school. She's just, she's very good at what she does. She asks really good questions. She's, you know, she has her own podcast and I just love what she stands for. And I love how she approaches things. And I find her to be extremely down to earth and relatable. And so I, she's my crush, I guess, is that, you know, she's someone I want to aspire to be, I guess, one day. I love that. Girls, do you have one? Yeah, we actually, we actually, um, we've been following this girl for years. Her name is Pebby for Evie. Um, she's a t-shirt, uh, she owns her t-shirt line and she started like us, like in the basement making t-shirts. Um, and then she's grown to this massive t-shirt company. Um, and she actually has, um, she like almost, I don't know, I guess patent a t-shirt, um, design and it's to uh it's like side slit t-shirt and what it is is for curvier girls or like any plus size girl i'm listening um (laughs) i mean it's it's really comfortable all of her models models are like curvy girls and 
we like, like that. Cause we like, we like all of our models are either like Hispanic or like curvy or like, we just like, that's who we hang around. They look like humans. So, they look like people. They look like normal. So we really like her. Cause, and she also is really down to earth. Like, even though she's, I'm probably sure she's like a millionaire by now, <laughs> but she's like, this is how I set up my, um, this is how I take photos. And it's like a white sheet and like an iPhone. And she's like, you don't need thousands of dollars of equipment. What's the, name, what's the name of her brand? Pebby for Evie. Pebby for Evie. All right, I have to check Cute. that out. Yeah, She's cool. I yeah. like that. These yeah. are good brand crushes, guys. Yeah, I love this. Mm-hmm. Ellen, did this inspire you with a brand crush or anything local that you like can't live without? Yeah, or- I mean, I, w- I would say there's tons of local places that, you know, are supporting kids like my son and giving them jobs in my community and supportive jobs or, you know, there's like Oasis TLC, which is a farm um, in Middletown, which is not far from us. And they do supported jobs. Um, The students are, you know, over 21, but they, some of them live there and they do goat yoga. They do, um, they sell their art and all the things that they make at different, um, kind of fairs that they do nearby, like in Red Bank or in Seabright during the summer. I love that. Actually, Ellen, do you know of, um, just maybe think of a brand that I think is so cool that I saw at Bellworks Fresh, which is a local Bellworks uh, at Bellworks. It's a, you know, shopping event that they do every Wednesday. It's a popcorn company that is oh, popcorn yeah. for the people, popcorn for the people who employ, who employ those on the spectrum and people with disabilities. It's, it's great. It's so smart. I love that so much. I, My I, neighbor gave that to me. I think I love that so much. Anyway, I actually I ate the whole bag. It was a problem. Before we wrap, I actually have a brand crush that I just wanted to quickly okay. shout out. And then um, we can just wrap and make sure that everybody gets to say whatever they didn't get to say or plug their business one more time or Bonnie's sale that she's doing. Um, I just got invited. Marissa and I just got invited by our friends at the Brand Groupies, which is actually why we have a podcast. They podcast with Ming as well and interviewed us on their podcast you know, three years ago, Carrie Balog, who's a dear friend of ours, they're having an event, um, a shopping event at the end of the month. Um, you can check it out on their Instagram in partnership with a company or a, a nonprofit that's called Cancer Cartel, uh, which I think is just so, so incredible. Um, they actually consign luxury goods. So you can sell like an old bag or designer product to them. And in sell- reselling it, they take that money and they donate it to folks who are struggling with their cancer bills. And I just thought that was so incredible. And my our mom is a cancer survivor and had a lot of trouble and trauma after her bills. It was like the bane of her existence for many, many years. And had we known about something like Cancer Cartel, we have a lot of items. We probably could have sold them and then helped my mom with her bills. And we had no idea that it existed. And I just think I have such a crush on them. I think what they're doing is so cool as somebody that's been touched by cancer. So they're doing an event with brand groupies in Red Bank at the end of the month. Um, I think it's April 28th. So check out their Instagram if you're local. Cindy's birthday. There you go. Aww. Um, isn't that funny? Cindy's birthday. Um, we have all these signs. <laughs> oh, so many signs. Do you have anything you wanted to shout out? No, I my bucket said? is full tonight. Ladies. All right, ladies. Well, this was so awesome. I'm, I'm so grateful for everyone for being here. And it really like gelled in a way, not to say I didn't think it would, but 
that just made so much sense on every level. Um, so, so happy that everyone was able to be here. Does anybody that, before we wrap, anything that anybody wanted to say that they didn't get a chance to say, anything you have coming up, anything that you wanted to plug, obviously we'll tag all of you when we share the episode when it's live. And also you can share this on your own pages. Um, Bonnie, did you want to just quickly, one more yeah. time for the listeners that didn't hear it at the beginning, just talk us cool. through the bracelet um, and where it's for sale and for when through this week, sure. correct? Um, so this bracelet um also, I don't know if you guys can see because I was blurry before, but maybe. So this bracelet is a limited edition. The first hundred pieces of the bracelet, 50% of the proceeds will go directly to the sibling support project. And then 15% of all the sales site-wide with the code SIB support will also be donated to the sibling support project. It starts now and it ends the day of well, siblings day, which is Sunday, the 10th, Sunday, the 10th. Yeah. And in addition to it, we made also, I don't know if you guys can. Oh yeah. You have a necklace. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's S heart S and the S's are supportive sibling, the strength, you know, there's a lot of adjectives associated with summer, Mm -hmm. but it also means love. What? Oh yeah, exactly. And summer. Um, and so, yeah, so basically that's it. So this one is, um, 250 and 15% will go towards the supportive um, sibling supportive project. And this is $50 plus um, shipping. And that goes, and that's all online at bonniejennifer.com. And we also um, have, you know, charity pop-up events all the time. So you guys can follow us. You can sign up for newsletters. And um, if you ever will also, if anybody who's listening wants to partner with me, I'm always open to doing events. I love it. Anything else we didn't get to cover, you guys? Anything else you wanted to say? Just thank you. Oh, and I will say sisters are forever. Sisters are forever. And in fact, also most sisters. important, happy birthday to my grandma. Yep, today's grandma's Aww. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Grandma BB. She would have told me to take my sister, my kid sister out for dinner and slip me like ten dollars and tell She's me like, to pay this, for the cab. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, much more money than that, grandma. I'm gonna need fifty bucks, grandma. <laughs> um Thank you guys. And thank you to Ming and Shared Universe for doing our sound as always. Um, thank you to all of our partners here tonight. And thanks for listening. Want more from the Dreamcatchers? Check us out. www.thedreamcatchers.life. In the spring of 2020, we launched the Dreamcatchers web, an inclusive professional membership network dedicated to cultivating community and providing content about career inspiration and making magic. Are you a dream maker looking to inspire or a dream chaser looking for inspiration? Either way, join us today. A portion of our proceeds will benefit the Mental Health Association of Monmouth County because now more than ever, we need to bring light to the darkness. Thank you in advance for helping us lead with light. Everybody's looking for something.